Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, KonMari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Welcome back to this, the latest episode of the Living Clutter Free Forever podcast. I'm Caroline, a KonMari consultant, and I'm here basically just to try and make your life an awful lot easier. So let's see if we can achieve that today. Today, I want to talk about how you can motivate yourself to get your home tidy and organized when your energy levels are low. Now, this episode has come about because of someone who's been listening to the podcast and has connected with me over Instagram, but she let me know that she suffers from really low energy and she was finding it difficult to find ways to get round to decluttering and organizing her apartment. And I suggested to her that I make a podcast episode just on this topic because there are so many of you out there who for varying reasons are perhaps lacking the energy that it takes in order to be able to keep on top of the decluttering and organizing or even start a decluttering or organizing project. It's a common challenge and it's definitely worth addressing because it could be a game changer for many of you. So first of all, let's dive into why someone might have low energy. There could be a variety of reasons. It could be due to a lack of sleep. That might be because you're worrying about something. It might be because you have a baby. It might be because you've perhaps got pain and you're just not able to sleep or maybe you've got a child that wakes you up during the night. So just a lack of sleep. It could be that you have low energy because of stress or depression. You might have physical or emotional fatigue. You might just have an incredibly demanding day and therefore by the time you get home, you just don't have the energy to do anything. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that everyone experiences low energy from time to time. That's perfectly normal. But when you are facing low energy on a daily basis, it can significantly impact your ability to tackle an organizing project. You might feel less motivated and find it hard to focus. Making the idea of even starting decluttering and organizing seem even more daunting. So what can some of these effects of having low energy be? It may be that you just feel a complete lack of motivation. Low energy levels often reduce your motivation. The thought of tackling a cluttered space can feel overwhelming and unappealing and it can make it really hard to get started. 
It might be that you're suffering from just a decreased focus. It very often can lead to difficulty maintaining focus. And when you're organizing, it's essential to concentrate on the task at hand and low energy can make it challenging to do so. I know when I'm working with clients, even if they're not suffering from low energy, partway through the session, they will start to say that they're feeling quite drained because it's emotionally exhausting sorting through and making decisions about what you want to keep. Then you also have the added problem of perhaps making slower progress than people with higher energy levels would. If you've got reduced physical and mental energy, the pace of your organising project may slow down. And what might typically take a shorter time might become a more extended process. You might also suffer from decision fatigue. Organising involves making decisions about what to keep, what to donate, where to potentially store things. And low energy can lead to decision fatigue, making it harder to make these choices effectively. The added stress of having a cluttered space and not being able to address it due to low energy can in turn create a cycle of stress and this in turn can further drain your energy. So you're caught in like this vicious circle. And then you may very well have affected physical strength if you have low energy, making it difficult to lift and move items and actually hindering the physical aspects of organizing. So what can you do in these situations? The first thing I would encourage you to do if you are someone who is suffering from low energy is to practice self-compassion. Instead of being self-critical, you need to acknowledge that it's okay to have low energy due to your circumstances. You should remind yourself that your worth is not determined by your productivity and set yourself realistic expectations. It's especially important for people who perhaps are suffering from depression or chronic illnesses to set realistic expectations for themselves. You might not be able to tackle as much as someone with full energy, and that is perfectly fine. Progress is progress, no matter how small, and even the tiniest accomplishments should be celebrated. When you're dealing with low energy, finishing a small task can be a significant achievement. You really need to acknowledge and celebrate these wins. And if you do that, you will start to motivate yourself to keep making these small wins and every small win you make adds up and will eventually mean that you at some point will reach your goal. I think it's also really important to remember that it is okay to ask for help, whether it's a friend or a family member or a professional organiser like myself. There is no shame in seeking support to make organising more manageable. It is actually really sensible. It's really important that you manage your time and take breaks when you are needing them and not feel bad about doing that. It's actually really sensible. And lastly, I would encourage you to use positive affirmations. Phrases like, I'm doing my best. I am making progress or I can ask for help when I need it can be really empowering for you. 
So to overcome these challenges when tackling an organising project with low energy, it's really important to break the task into smaller, manageable chunks. And I recommend this for everybody, whether they've got low energy or not. If you set yourself too big a task, sometimes it can then become overwhelming. It's best to start with something small, see how you get on, and if you find you're managing, then expand out. So let's take the topic of clothes, the category of clothes in the KonMari method. This should be the first category that you tackle. Some people can manage to empty all of their clothes out onto the bed and spend five, six hours sorting through it all and making decisions about what they want to keep. If you are someone who is easily overwhelmed, or if you are someone with low energy, this is not a sensible thing to do. Because after a short time, you are going to lose your focus, you're going to lose your motivation, and you're going to be left in a situation where everything's on the bed and you've got nowhere to sleep that night. Let's be practical about this. So I would highly recommend starting with something small, a part of the category. So take, for example, I don't know, socks, something that's really easy. Get all your socks out, just your socks, and sort those. And when you've done that, if you're someone that's really struggling with low energy for whatever the reason, when you've finished sorting through your socks and deciding which ones you want to keep, have a bag that you can put the ones in that you want to donate, or if they've got too many holes in them, unfortunately, they will need to go in the bin. And then you can decide if you've got the energy to put them back away or whether actually just putting them in a washing basket for now or a box and coming back to it later is a better idea for you. And then celebrate the win. I've managed to joy check my socks. Fantastic, your socks are now done. And if later on in the day you get a little bit more energy together, you can then put them back away in the drawer or the box or wherever it is that you're storing them. And you can put the ones that are for donation or for the bin near the front door so that they're ready when you next go out, you can take them with you and take them to donation. So can you see how by not setting yourself up to fail, you're setting yourself up to be successful and achieve with just one area. If you're feeling a bit braver, you could tackle all your tops, for example, and just do them. But have a box or a wash basket nearby. So if you get partway through the process and think, okay, that's actually enough for today, you have got somewhere where you can store them. And the next time you feel you have enough energy, you can carry on with the job. Okay, let's move on to a different area of the home to give you another example. Let's take the kitchen. Say you got on as far as doing kimono and you want to do your kitchen and you need to be joy checking your cutlery. You could literally do it that you sort through just teaspoons. Set yourself a timer for 10 minutes, joy check the teaspoons, see which teaspoons you love using, which ones you want to keep. Do you have too many? Do you need to perhaps donate a few of them and let them go? And then you could have a donation box ready for anything that you find in the kitchen that you wish to donate, and the others can go back into the drawer. And then the next time you feel you've got enough energy, you can make a start on knives or forks or dessert spoons, whatever it is. 
if after you've done teaspoons, you find your energy levels are still okay, then you can move on and do the next thing. But don't set yourself up, especially if you're someone who suffers with low energy levels, whatever the reason for that is, do not set yourself up to fail and be overwhelmed. Set yourself up to be successful. The motivation you will get from being successful, from achieving that one small task that you have set yourself, will empower you to move on and tackle the next challenge. So using techniques like the KonMari method to focus on items that spark joy will actually provide you with motivation even when energy is low. Think about this. You're going to be looking at things in your home that spark joy for you and you will gain joy from looking at them, from making the decisions and that will motivate you to be able to carry on. Remember to take short breaks and practice self-care, which will help you recharge your energy and make the process more manageable. And ultimately, the key is to be patient with yourself and acknowledge that it's okay to adapt your approach to match your energy level. So let's now talk about five top tips to help you. Tip number one, set realistic goals. Take the pressure off yourself Start with small, manageable tasks. So as I've just suggested, rather than deciding to joy check an entire category in one go, break it down and choose a small part of that category and achieving these smaller goals can boost your motivation. Second top tip, utilize the power of breaks. Recognize when your energy is at its peak during the day and tackle organizing tasks during those periods. But don't forget to take short breaks to recharge during low energy times. Another thing I would highly recommend is really listening to your body. I have worked with a number of clients now who have very low energy levels, but they tend to get quite into the whole process of joy checking And because they're enjoying it, they sometimes don't realize for themselves when it's about to become too much. And once you pass that point of it being too much, it's sometimes too late. Then you start to feel really down on yourself that you haven't got the energy to carry on. So I would say it's better to stop and have a break, even if you don't feel like you particularly need it, especially if you're someone that suffers with low energy. And if after a bit of a break and a recharge, you feel ready to go again, then by all means, take on the next little bit of the task. But don't try and keep going and keep going and keep going and then find actually it's been too much and you lose your momentum. My third top tip is wherever possible, delegate. If you have someone who can support you, whether it's a partner or kids or a friend or a relative who you could ask to come over, share the load. It is such a great strategy. Top tip number four, use the KonMari method. Encourage yourself to focus on items that bring you joy. Not only will this make the whole process more enjoyable, 
But this joy that you're going to experience looking at items that you love will also give you a burst of energy. And top tip number five, as I said previously, prioritize self-care to boost your energy levels. Take rests when you need to or do something that you know makes you feel better. So it could be a short yoga session. It could be going out for a walk. It could be a quick mindfulness exercise. When you're refreshed, your mind and your body, it will make organizing tasks feel much more manageable. These five tips can be a lifesaver when your energy is low. And please remember, it's all about making the process as pleasant and effective as possible, ultimately allowing you to create a space that you love. Now, I hope you found some of that useful, if not all of it. And I would love to be connecting with you and seeing how I can further support you. It's so brilliant when people write to me on Instagram or on Facebook or shoot me an email and let me know what it is they're struggling with. Someone today has had this episode created really just for them and they know who they are. But I also know there are so many of you out there who will have needed to hear this today. So I would love to hear from you. All the links to find me on social media and my email are in the show notes. Please, please write and let me know what you would like to hear me talking about. It's super exciting at the moment watching the numbers of listeners for this podcast going up and up and up. It's more than I ever possibly could have dreamed of. So if you would like to help me out, if you enjoy this podcast, the best way would be to go to wherever you listen to this podcast and to write a review. That would be absolutely amazing. Until next time. If you've enjoyed this episode, please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it. Subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to bringing you more organizing tips next time. But if you can't wait until then, you can go to my website or find me on Instagram at caro.thor or on Facebook at Caroline Organizer. Thanks for listening and I look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter-free ever after.